0: This is the Mr. Chris Hip Hop Podcast episode number 107. Let's go! Oh, uh, yo, yo, yo. Come on, let's go. Put your right leg to the side. Now jump, put your left leg to the side. Now jump, Cross your arms, do a real tight. Now jump, put your arms up real high. Now jump, put your right leg to the side. Now jump, put your left leg to the side. Now jump, brush your arms, do a real tight. Now jump, put your arms Yo. up real high. Now jump. Dance teachers, front. dance teachers. My, my people, my people, my people. What is the business out there in podcast land? Thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful podcast. This is episode number 107. Thank you so much for rocking with me. I've been seeing the downloads all over and so thankful um, that we can be a resource to my dance teachers out there. Hopefully your classes are going good. Uh, Hopefully you're enjoying the podcast. You can get the podcast on podomatic.com, Stitcher Radio, as well as iTunes. Uh, Like, comment, subscribe, whenever you get the chance. And I would greatly appreciate it. Give me five stars, too, because it helps the podcast uh, move up. So, all right. So, we are in episode number 107 is what we're on. And we're still talking about the 10th episode of World of Dance. And today, the group that I want to focus on is The Lab. Oh, my goodness. All right. First of all, (laughs) first of all, I want to say, if you haven't seen the performance, Stop the podcast right now. Click on the link at the bottom where I have uh, the link for the, for the uh, in the show notes. Look at the performance like three times and then come back. Now, I heard that one of the uh, either the choreographer or the judges or somebody that was talking to the lab told them to add some more tricks in there in their performance. And boy, did they. Oh, my goodness. These fools went nuts. But here's what I want to focus on, though. When you look at that level of dance, like, the lab is incredible. But when you talk about training kids in hip-hop, and I talked about this also in the last episode, but when you talk about training kids in hip-hop, these are, like, every trick that they decided to use either comes from the fundamental basics of acro or the fundamental basics of... um, B-boy, B-girl, uh, breakdance moves. I didn't, there, you know, well, it was some popping sections in there because they did this cool little formation where they, their arms kind of shot out and they isolated, boom, and then came back in. That was dope. But it's still, you, just uh, over and over, it doesn't matter where you see it. And when you talk about hip-hop and you know that this is a, a going for your best performance, it always goes back to the basics. It's the foundation, and I always say I've been telling my students uh, this. You know, starting this new season, I'm like, your success in all of your group dances and even you growing in your knowledge of hip hop is going to come from what you do daily, what you do weekly, the habits that you have. And I know, uh, you know, myself included. There's, you know, this podcast. I'm going to hit on some big tricks, and I'm going to talk, uh, you know, mainly for when when it comes to training your older students. And I've done a podcast on this before, talking about tricks and stuff like that. But you know, it's it's worth repeating, especially when you see something that great. But you know, sometimes I'll do it. We'll work on some skills, and if no one gets it, I'll just give up. I'll be like, oh, let's go back to 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 the to the fun classes, you know, where we're just dancing and doing fun and big choreo, right? But you know, it just it's just a reminder. Now you don't have to do it all the time, but it's a reminder that. When you do go and you do those fun classes, then there's still room for finding time in your classes to work in um, some of these things that we're gonna talk about today. All right, so let's look at the performance. The first one, um, so I love that they started it off with the back flips or the back step outs, and then the dude came down and hit the flying back tuck or the layout, loved it. But again, it goes back to, it's just like yesterday we were in class and the same thing. After we did some across the floor stuff, we did some some technique. We did some center, we, and I was like, okay, you know, let's go into some some acro. So after they do their passes, the cartwheels, the aerials, stuff like that, work in there. Um, you know, kip ups and headstands and rubber bands. And these are all, like I said, advanced movement. But still, even when you go all the way back down to the babies. Still comes back to uh, just the basic training of doing a push-up, back bend. You know what I mean? Because I mean, you—you're not. Doesn't matter how old you are, or young. Whenever I teach the kip up, it always starts with first having them roll back, and then go to a to a back bend. Right. So, you know, any age can start this, but they chose to start with the with the step outs in the layout and so even in that spend time especially for your older kids some of your younger kids in acro spend time on the hip-hop portion of your classes working on you know spotting spotting them on their back handsprings so because it's so important because as you can see when you put it in a hip-hop performance it's just so visual you know what I mean? So that was the first kind of takeaway from the lap's performance and a reminder to, number one, work that acro in. Number two, um, I've been trying to, when I watch performances or Instagram clips or YouTube videos, I try to not just, because, I mean, I am a fan, first and foremost. I, I love hip-hop dance, so I'm a fan, but I try not to like fan it out, stand it out the whole time, and just look at dances, and look how amazing everybody else is, because sometimes, now I'm just going to be honest, this is 100% honesty, sometimes you do that, you get stuck in the matrix, and then you'll not wind up looking like, like, my kids are terrible, there's no way they're going to be that good, because you're just looking at so much content, um, but what I try to do is yeah, you know, cause see, all right, check it out. Before Instagram and YouTube and social media was on the scene, when I first learned how to dance, there it, there, there was no way for you to. Uh, this is even before the, the camcorder was out, or even if, if it was out, if a video camera was out, it was very expensive to have. So you didn't just have one. You didn't just have a camera all the time. If you did, you had some old school Polaroid or or, or uh, camera where you put the. Um, uh, it's like a like a in, like you take the pictures and then you turn the whole camera in and they give you photos. You know what I mean? So there was no way, so all you had to do, you know. But th- these moves right here that you see now, even back in the day, they were doing that. If not, I mean, a crazier move. I've I've seen some of the craziest moves and. Never had, had it recorded, but what you were left to do is try to explain to whether, like, if you had your own crew, you try to explain to them what you saw, or if you're telling somebody else, like, oh, my goodness, you know, we were we had this whole freestyle circle, and this dude, like, this dude literally, and this is real life, in real, in my real life, this dude literally did windmills while eating a Big Mac. I promise you, happened. I was like, how in the world, right? But, you know, so... Here's here's what I'm going to say. So when I'm watching all of this content, I try to find something in there that will inspire me and something we can add to our regiment or our vocabulary that will help us in our classes. And so in this one... I like to call it the the lab across the floor. Big move. So if you look at like on on this clip from the it was like 13 or 14 second mark to 16 second mark. It wasn't very long, but they do this big bounce where it's like they're leaning and they they, they like bounce on one side then they just throw their hands on the other side. So it's like bounce throw, bounce throw, and the song is lean back, bounce. You know what I mean? It's a feel to it. Right, and it helps them to keep low, and it's not you know anything crazy, it's just height movement. And then they do another one where they, where they do a gallop, so you like galloping on one foot, like da dum da dum da. But it's real heavy, and they just take their arms, you know, cross them, open them. So that's my um, that's gonna be my lab across the floor big move. And I'm even gonna play the song. I'ma find the clean version of Lean Back or the instrumental, cause I want that feel. And what it does for me as a teacher, it triggers. That moment was a lot. Like when you see it and you be like, Ugh. and it get the vibe right bring that same vibe into your class started off with that and then you know because i've been really getting into i know i've done this this podcast before too but really getting into going across the floor getting the vibe and the feel and then from that after we do that a few times i mean like last night we was 30 minutes across the floor and when we got done we had the break for tumbling they were like oh i mean they was really getting into it because it was just you know but everything that was in there and i want to go of my next class, that's going to be the material that's in their combination, whatever we did across the floor. So, um, like I said, that's one to get you started. And after that, you could just go do another one. Like, let that be the starter. You know what I mean? Like, you make it some homemade bread. Let that be the starter, and then go from there. Let the track keep going, and you do something. You know what I mean? Do big moves like that. Just and let that be kind of the theme, because that was like what I seen. They really worked. It was really big. Is what I'm saying. All right, number three. So after the cross the floor, um, number three, I love the lab's use of crumping arms for choreo. Like a lot of times, you know, you you have to pick, you have to decide. When you're putting together a dance for no matter what age it is, you have to decide what it is you're going to do. So if it's like I'm going, you have to identify your movement, even if it's just grooving or you, you jump inside the side, put your hands up, put your hands up. Or if you're doing, if you're following some of the Mr. Chris stuff, you know, do the pancake and do the roll, you still have to identify it by moves. And most of their moves that they chose to use in transitions for bigness, chest pops, they were using a lot of crumping Arms, so it's like arm swings, arm throws, balled up fists, Foom, foom, ka doom, doo, doo, doo. Now, actually, incorporated some of that in my, my choreography, and it's it's great because if you're going for that feel, for that hardcore feel, um, that's definitely a way to go. I'll go ahead and put some, um, just some basic arm throws in there from from crumping um, that you can you can even start with, um, you know, with your three and four year olds, just getting them used to that type of movement, you know, hands open, cross your arms, Uh, hands open, cross your arms, you know, just little little things like that, but working in crumping arms in your choreography. All right, number four, um, this one is from the 58 second mark to about 102. Um, and then my notes on it, I put is the tricks that stack. So they did. They did some very cool tricks in there where they lift a the girl up in the air. She was pointing. They rotated. But the part I want to focus on is actually something that I've done before, where they brought her down and she was basically in a, in a hand, handstand or headstand, and they made a stack kind of thing where you got you know somebody's holding their feet and you make a little hole and they dive through. And I actually did one like that where I did like a double person um, freeze where one person is on one hand in their feet, kind of like a a chair position. The other person puts their hand, now this is advanced though, put their hands on their knees and do a a handstand stall. And then the person on the ground uses their right hand grab the foot. So now you got like a stacked freeze, but there's a hole in the middle. And then two people like dove through. So you got two stacks on both sides. They did a dive roll coming through. Dive roll, going back to your acro. But even, you know, doing those different pictures from stalls is good visuals. and so, and I even seen, there was another guy, I think his name is John Comics, I believe, is his name. Um, but he, he was doing a class where he had two students. They were doing like six steps, some CCs, and then one of them did a headstand, split leg, and the other one did a dive roll over it, and he had his mats out. And these were, you know, they, they looked like they were about eight or nine years old. So I was like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's, you know, and work on that even with the mats. Of course, like I said, you know, you work, go across the the mats with your dive rolls, go across the mats uh, with headstands, split leg headstands, and then try to partner them up. Um, But that's kind of where that that comes from. You can stack anything that you do, um, like a pike freeze, and then one person hold the leg and, you know, do a forwards roll through the little hole that it makes. Speaking of pike freeze, this is just uh, why it's important. Like there was, there's one student, little nugget that we have. And couldn't do. That. She could barely do like a face freeze or a chair freeze, but that's about it. Anything handstand and stuff like that just couldn't do it. And so one of our older dancers did a pike freeze and like kind of partnered up with her. And like before the end of the class, she had it. I was like, she's the only one that age that can stick that. And it just again, it's just a reminder. Now, I talked in another podcast about leaving room in your class for the kids to create choreography. But also, and I said this before, but I'll say it again, having the olders work with the youngers. Sometimes a little bit different than hearing you as a teacher saying the same drills, doing the same thing over and over again. But but sometimes one of the older students might say it a certain way or show it a certain way where it just clicks. Um, So definitely work that in. And then um, last one, number five. Front flips, windmills, and halos. Oh, my goodness. And I want to say, the windmills and the halos, it was a female. It was a girl doing it. And the reason I say that is because in B-boy, B-girl land, you don't see a lot of females doing the power moves. You see, you definitely see them, but as a majority, you see the males doing it. And I know even in the dance studio, we've tried to do the windmills. Or, I mean, I've gotten one out of my girls, and at the most, a couple of my boys, I've gotten two, but it's a thing where, you know, you got to invest the time, like, this girl on there, she hit the windmills, and the halos at the end, and stuck it in the freeze to end the performance, and then the front flips, we call it the suicide flip, everybody did it, where you just throw that, that front somersault, and just land one leg out longer than the other, I mean, I mean I've used that over and over again, but these are advanced moves for your advanced kids maybe even intermediate some of your younger ones that are advanced in their technique work on those skills you know and you don't have to know how as a teacher you don't have you don't have to know how to do it i, I took sometimes I, i'll i'll pair them up into groups tell them to get their phones especially my teenagers get your phone out and i'll i'll send a group text of uh, a windmill tutorial how to do the windmill Spend time on it. Doesn't matter if they get it or not, but just spending time because you never know. Like, even in that group. I don't know if everyone in the lab can do windmills and halos or not. I don't know. I have no clue. But I do know that she did it. And you're always, it's just like 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 my daughter, we were, the whole studio, we was working on hand hops. And forever, nobody really got it. Where you just on your hands, you're hopping and your legs are switching. Boom, 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 Until she did and then when she got it, I'm like, oh, we're gonna highlight that. We made a circle around her, do some choreography. You're hand hopping, doing, doing, doing. Just great hip hop technique. Another thing that we did, I brought in a few times um, a B boy instructor, a B girl instructor. Um, it might be worth it. You know, when you talk about master classes, and, you know, we just came out of summer, and I know typically they're done in the summer, but it doesn't matter. You know, use that. If you, there's a B boy in your community or a B girl nearby, have them come in and teach some classes you know what i mean a lot of times they'll they won't rush into the power moves because if they're if they're true to the style you know they want you to learn the foundation what builds up to that Uh, but it's all worth it because if just one of your students is like yes i got that that's something that you can add in because if one gets it, they can work with another one, which can work with another one. And then, yeah, I mean, we all would like a whole crew of kids that can do the same thing. But in reality, we know it doesn't work like that all the time. So, um, but these are some things work on those front flips, work on the windmills. Windmills basically going from a face freeze to a backspin. Work on the backspin um work on the the halos if you ever i mean you know if you're not if you don't get the windmill you definitely won't get the halos but it's definitely worth looking at you know what i mean definitely worth trying when you're doing the windmill um so that's it that's all i got for you right there um work on the acro use that across the floor move and use that to kind of start you off um Look at the video that I post on there for crumping arms, just the basics, and then try to work that into your choreography. Um, tricks that stack, work on those. And then uh, windmills front and front flips, I'm just gonna leave it at that. There. Don't worry about the halos for now. Windmills and front flips. Now if you got somebody that can windmill, let's go to halos, right? But that's like the ultimate, ultimate. And if you have to, get you to, uh, get you a b-boy, a b-girl to come in, do a workshop. You know what I mean? Go to an event if you have one locally and let them see kind of what, you know, what that world is like. All right, it's your boy, Mr. Chris. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 107. I hope you are enjoying these. Like I said, there's so much material being thrown out there when, you know, whenever anybody highlights dance, especially on national TV, I like to be the first to kind of look at it and break it down because it's special. It's wonderful. There's lots of things on TV that have nothing to do with dance. So when we get dance... Why not celebrate it? Alright, that's all I got for you. I'm out uh, yo yo yo. Come on, let's go. Put your right leg to the side. Now, now jump put your left leg to the side. Now just jump. Rush your arms do a real tight. Now, now jump. Put your arms up real high. Now jump. now jump put your right leg to the side. Now jump. Put your left leg to the side. Now jump. jump. Rush your arms do a real tight. Now jump put your arms up real high. Now, now, now jump. Now just roll to the front. Roll to the front. Roll to the front.